my show. Look, 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 look. What am I looking for again? I told you this was a mistake bringing him along. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a short-term memory. Dealing with his stupidity is just a small price to pay. But we have to keep reminding him every 15 minutes. It's so draining. Uh, you guys know I'm right here and can hear you, right? Just keep sniffing, Mo. See, that's the thing. If I knew what I was supposed to be sniffing for, it could help me focus a little better. Really, Andy, this isn't worth it. This isn't my thing, really, so why am I here? We need as many noises on this as possible. That's not a good enough excuse. Well, it's a Zeddy and Indy show, so if you want to be a part of this episode, then you're just going to have to get your nose dirty. Or you can just nap it up at home, and this will be a Zeddy-less episode. Or even better, this could be another mini-mo show. Shut, Shut up, Mozart. Mozart! All right, all right, you made your point. So, guys, uh, what am I supposed to be sniffing for again? All I'm saying is I feel like I'm really just here to babysit the lug. Well, you're more of a buffer, so I don't kill the lug. Uh, again, I can hear you guys. I thought you were starting to like Mozambique. Please don't call me that. You know, that just reminds me of someone that should not be remembered. Oh, yeah. We went hiking with Lays the other day. She told me to tell you what up. Really? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, we did go hiking with her, but, you know, she didn't ask about you at all. Don't be mean, Zeddy. Well, how does she look? Sad, tired, old, depressed? Actually, she looks fantastic. She got a new haircut, and the fleshies are always coming up to her saying how cute she is with her new little faux hawk. It's a breakup makeover. Totally common. Well, it's because she's insecure then, right? Nah, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she's just, you know, finding herself. That bitch is so independent, you know. Well, that's why I love her. I mean, loved her. Can we stick to the task at hand, please? Hey, guys, I think I found it. Oh, Jesus, Mo. What in the blue bananas is that? Is that hair? Is that bone? Why is it steamy? Why is it sticky? Why is it sweet? Why do you keep licking it? Why is it nutty? Stop licking it. I think it's stuck to your nose. I shouldn't have licked it. Why did you lick it? What else was I supposed to do? Did I do good? No, Mo, you didn't do good. You picked up a disgusting piece of garbage. Well, how was I supposed to know what I was looking for? Uh, because we told you three times now? Oh, right. Now, seriously, Mo, focus. We are counting on you. Okay, I will focus on my task at hand. Great. Uh, Cousin Z? Oh, DJ, what is it, Mozart? What is my task at hand? Really? Really. All right, for the last time, I'm going to tell you your task right after... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In our first story, there is no denying the UK is a nation of dog lovers. More than a quarter of them live with canine companions. Now, about 30,000 years since the domestication of dogs, scientists are revealing new clues about canine intelligence and answering some long-held questions. A new two-part BBC documentary, Dog Tales, The Making of Man's Best Friend, showcases some of this research by following the evolution of dogs from wolves to the breeds we know today. A visit to a California high-security prison demonstrates how dogs are playing a role in transforming the behavior of violent criminals by teaching them how to care for another creature. The initiative has led to a significant reduction in reoffending. The group is particularly interested in the Action Unit 101 facial movements performed by dogs. Dogs, better known to most of us as the familiar puppy dog eyes expression. Researchers hope to learn more to find out if it's a facial movement that dogs produce with each other or if it's only for human-dog interactions. And researchers in the U.S. demonstrated the documentary how they are teaching dogs to use technology, pressing buttons and pulling switches, which could one day mean that a support dog has the ability to call emergency services or find new ways to help vulnerable people in need. Big deal, button pushing and pulling switches 
which is try running your own podcast. Or butterfly thingy. Don't be haters. Every doggo has their own special skills. Oh, that sort of makes us sound mentally challenged. You said it, Mo, not us. In our next story, an ambitious project by Harvard University evolutionary neuroscientist Aaron Hecht is underway to answer basic questions about what dogs do and why they do it. She plans to collect data on the psychology and behavior of hundreds of them across all breeds over many years to see how easily they make friends, how well they behave, and how they feel about vacuum cleaners. Well, put me down in the category of I hate them. Hex study is a way to get insight into the broader subject of how neural matter evolves under strong environmental pressures. In this case, the very peculiar circumstances of living with, depending on, and loving another species. Hex says, I'm interested in dogs, both for the sake of dogs and for what we can learn about humans. But more generally, dogs are a great way to understand basic processes about how the brain evolves. She is among a wave of investigators puzzling out exactly how these furballs got to be Fleshy's face-licking, tail-wagging number one fans. Fleshies prefer to think that humans wrote the story of domestication. Some hunter-gatherer kidnapped a wolf puppy, then shaped the new species as a prey-sniffing partner. But increasingly, most researchers think that dogs were the original authors of this tale. Long ago, some wolves hitched their destiny to fleshies, launching an extraordinary love affair that forever entangled both our fates. Well, I know one thing for sure. I would be nothing and nowhere without the minge. Oh, put a cork in it, mama's boy. Seti! Sorry, Mo. just really fired up at the idea that we domesticated fleshies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's okay, Z. Some argue that our social intelligence is what makes us extraordinary. Others point to our devotion, that deep soulful craving for fleshies. In our final story in Doggo News, this one's for you, Z. A rat terrier in Little Falls, New York, is being named the town's official dog due to its heroic act. All right, all right, let me take a guess at this. Oh, here we go. All right, so what's the dog's name? Her name is Lyric. All right, so it's a female doggo. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, did she dig a group of skiers out of an avalanche? No. Okay, okay. Uh, did she break a world record for the most sausages eaten in one sitting by a dog? They give out world records for that? Yes, they do, and no, that's not the reason. Oh, I gotta start training. Okay, okay, I got it. She won in a head-to-head race against a wombat. What? No. All right, fine. What did Lyric do? Well, first off, you'll be happy to know that Lyric is a rescue dog. Well, that's good news. And she came from a pretty rough background. Ah, her former fleshies were a couple of mehs. Too, huh? Oh, DJ Mota, are you gonna start this now? No, sorry, continue. John Nemsick talked about Lyric's life before being adopted. The people that found her and brought her in found her along the side of the road all ripped up. Yikes. On a recent cold winter's night, John brought her out to do her business. When he says she noticed that something was unusual and pointed it out, that small gesture may have possibly saved a man's life. If she had done her normal thing, I never would have looked up, he said. Lying in the darkness, with temperature in the teens, a man had fallen in the sidewalk and could not get back up. I yelled out, I said, is anybody there? Can I help you? And I heard a faint voice call back saying, help me. Since he's got two bad knees and couldn't lift himself up that high, he got caught more or less in the drift and fell down, says John. If it weren't for Lyric, the man would have likely been frostbitten and probably froze to death. 
Oh, Mo! Way to go, Lyric! And it was because of that heroic act that Lyric went from a rescue dog to the official dog of Little Falls, New York. Yeah, good job, good job. Rat Terriers rule. I love to hear about us Rat Terriers getting our proper recognition. Okay, now that doggo news is done, can you please tell me again what we're doing here and what my task at hand is again? (laughs) Why, so you can just forget it again? I won't. I promise. The fifth time's a charm. That's what you said after the third time we told you. I'll bet you that I won't forget. Pretty sure we've already told him five times. And how do we know that you didn't forget? You could just refuse to ask again if you did. I will complete the task at hand once I know what it is again. Uh, what do you think, Indy? You think we should take that bet? Well, what's a wager? What's a wager, Mo? Oh, uh, a steak dinner. Oh, yeah, take the bet. He's got how many money back in him? All right, Mosif. I'll take your steak dinner bet. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Mo, you gotta relax. Okay, side sit. All right, the bet is I'll tell you the task at hand once more and you have to complete it before you forget it again. Deal. Shake our tails on it? Deal. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Zeddy's gonna owe me a steak dinner. Yeah, slow down there, pal. You don't even remember the task yet. Doesn't matter. Now that there is a steak dinner on the line, I know I will not lose. I'll take a fillet mignon. It's pronounced fillet mignon. It's fillet mignon, and it's got fish in it. Moron! All right, tell him the task at hand. All right, right after this commercial break. Hello there, listeners. Brando here to tell you that today's doggo news was brought to you from our fuck kibble tier of patrons. Alicia Lawson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, and Stife and Tambo London. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> Who are you, Al Pacino? <laughs> First we got Brando, now we got Al Pacino. No, come on, quit stalling. What is the task at hand? All right, all right, Mo. Listen, we're here to try to track down Indiana's tail. Remember now? Huh. Well, no wonder I forgot. Never gonna happen. How in the hell do you expect me to track that down? Look, it's not as impossible as it seems. I've done most of the leg work and it's led us here. And where is here? This is the location where that diaper bag fleshy hacked my tail off. Yeah, I mean, it was like 60 or 70 years ago. Which is 10 years human time. And you think we'll be able to sniff out a fossilized chunk of tail? The amount of time that I see you two with your noses jammed up on the doggo's butts, I figured you guys would know what a doggo's tail smells like. Yeah, but those tails are fresh. I mean, your tail is... A dead tail. No offense, Indy, but it's a dead tail. I know what my tail smells like, and I think we can find it. Okay, well, where do we go from here? Good question. Oh, DJ. Relax. Look, this used to be the front yard that I lived in. What, this set of condos? What can I say? L.A. development. But as I remember, the event happened right in this two o'clock corner. Who am I, Magellan? I can't read a clock. Yeah, no one said clock tables were part of the homework for this quest. Oh, Lord, what little difficulty did you babies crumble, huh? Well, when the minge calls me a baby, I do crumble. I mean, what can I say? So I've gotten used to the posh life, so what? Divas. Spare me, miss. Try to get me off this couch and I'll bite the shit out of you. Okay, okay, I remember that it happened to me right here. What happened to you right here? <laughs> Mo, did you already forget? Forget? Oh, steak dinner, tail. Oh, oh, this is where your tail was cut off. <laughs> oh, so close, Mo. But no cigar or steak dinner for you yet. All right, boys, let's put our noses to work. Oh, this could take some time, folks. Let's pass the time with this week's... Money! 
Monday's Mutts. Today's Monday's Mutt goes out to a trio of dogs. It was a beautiful and windy day down by the river. A family was enjoying splashing around the water with their dogs. Well, a packed day down by the river almost turned tragic. A large gust of wind came along and caused the family's kayak to come untied and start to sail down river. The kayak had two of the family's dogs in it as it coasted along. Uh, guys, uh, do you have any names for any of these dogs or their fleshies? Negative, just a video on our Facebook page. Okay, all right. As they sailed down the river, the doggos and their fleshies kept their cool. I'll say. I mean, they were barking, but the doggo that was in the front admiral position, well, that's that's my position. <laughs> I don't know how that doggo didn't just nosedive right into the water. You know, the call of the deep is very strong to me. More like the call of the moron. Well, that's <laughs> it. When the doggo that wasn't in the kayak saw its two pack members floating away, it decided to take action and jumped into the water to save the doggos. That's when the doggo playing admiral position did some quick thinking, grabbed the rope of the kayak, and tossed it into the water. That's crazy. Quick thinking, Admiral Doggo. And the doggo that was swimming to them equaled that quick thinking and grabbed the rope with his mouth and swam the kayak and its pack members to safety. Action packed. So here's to you, three quick thinking doggos. Way to keep your cool. It's earned you a spot on today's Monday's Mutts. Wait a second. I'm getting something. What is it? What is it? It's smelling faintly like Indiana's tail. Where does it lead? This way. Uh, this way. Uh, that way. That way. Wait a second. Oh, it's getting stronger. That's weird. I don't smell anything. Put your back into it. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, I think I'm really onto something here. Are you sure you're not catching a whiff of that burrito I found earlier? Wait. And... Found it. <clears throat> Motat? Yeah? Do you think that you could be so kind as to get your nose out of my butt? I think I might be stuck. Well, you have about three seconds to get unstuck. Oh, I think I might need a hand from Zeddy. Three? Well, a little help, Zeddy. Two? <laughs> we'll be right back after this quick message. Hey, boomers! Are you having fun listening to the endless drooling from the Zeddy and Indy show? Then show your support by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy show. For as little as $3 a month, you can enjoy special perks like early access and shoutouts, which are just a few of the perks available to Patreons. All right, back to the boomer show. Whoa, that was intense, but I found Indy's tail. Steak dinner! What? Hell no! You were supposed to sniff out the cutoff part, not her nubby little nub-nub. That's redundant and rude! I was supposed to find her tail. Did it! Steak dinner! Not paying up. You did not complete the task. Will you two be quiet? Whatever. Sides it. My tail nub is getting a weird, tingly sensation. Uh-oh, did you eat a found street burrito too? No, this is something completely different. Maybe I should just let it, uh... Whoa, what are you doing? Are you about to drop a load? Looks like she's walking backwards. Okay, wait, I think this is working. I feel like I'm getting warmer, warmer. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You got your butt stuck in a hole. This might be a good time for this week's... Breed of the Week! This week's Breed of the Week is the Fox Terrier. Woohoo! Another terrier on the Breed of the Week board. Cha-ching! Yippee! Hater. Pardon me if my enthusiasm is a little tampered with my butt stuck in a hole. Oh, this breed is a smaller breed, ranging from 14 to 16 inches and weighing in about 15 to 19 pounds. They can have both smooth, short fur as well as wired hair. These dogs need rigorous exercise, long walks, ball play, and constant human interaction. 
Well, what do you know? Another needy attention whore terrier. Hater. Again, butt stuck in a hole. The dogs are friendly and loving with children usually above the age of five due to the high energy of fox terriers. I've lugged around a couple of dog parks with some fox terriers. They run, jump, dig, tug, and burrow. Really a five-tool dog. You heard it here from Mo. The fox terror is this week's five-tool breed of the week. All right, great guys. Can you maybe give me a paw here? What do you expect us to do? Yeah, grab you by the ears, pull your collar? Why don't you wait till you have a fart again and hope it blows you out? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> maybe there's like a reverse Heimlich maneuver that can be performed. Hey, that's a great transition into today's... Digging Deep and Doggo Hell. In today's Doggo Health, we are going to talk about the proper technique for Doggo Heimlich, as well as the steps to take if your doggo is choking. Knowing a few emergency procedures, such as CPR and the Heimlich maneuver for dogs, is critical to saving lives because you may not have time to get to a vet and your dog could suffocate. On occasion, an object may become dangerously lodged in your dog's throat or windpipe. If your dog is choking and suffocating, he will likely panic. A dog can signal he's choking by either coughing violently, wheezing, gasping for breath or pawing at his mouth and sometimes his eyes even bulge out. Check your dog's mouth for the lodged object. If your dog can't clear the object from his throat himself within a few seconds, immediately check your dog's mouth. Always make sure to be extremely careful when attempting to remove anything from your pet's mouth because you could push the object farther down your dog's throat, tear at the throat tissue, or damage a dog's throat bones, or even get bitten in the process. Although usually when a hand is in a dog's mouth, he doesn't tend to bite it. So open your dog's mouth, you want to put your hand in the upper jaw with your thumb on one side and your other fingers on the other side. With the other hand, you want to push gently down on the lower jaw and keep your index finger free to sweep to the back of your dog's mouth. You also want to look inside the mouth to see if you can see the obstruction and reach in with your fingers. However, you don't want to just grab something that you can feel. Dogs have small bones that support the tongue, so you can seriously injure them if you assume the bones are a foreign object. If you do see the object, be very careful careful not to push the object further down the dog's throat and do not attempt to extract it if it doesn't come out easily. If you cannot see anything in your dog's mouth, then you can't remove any of the object with your hands. If your dog is falling unconscious, try the tilting option to try to see if you can dislodge the object using gravity. For a small dog, pick the dog up by his thighs with his belly toward your face while gently shaking him. For a larger dog, with the dog standing on all fours, pick up the dog's rear legs like you would a wheelbarrow and tilt him forward. If that doesn't work, use the Heimlich maneuver only if you are certain that your dog is choking on a foreign object, as performing the maneuver can cause additional injuries. Be careful when using this method, as you could potentially cause damage to a dog's internal organs if you apply too much force. Also, canine ribs are more flexible than human ones, and thrusting can cause the lungs to flail, which may not create enough pressure to expand the foreign object. But the technique is basically the same as for fleshies. There is a slight variation between treating a small dog and a medium or large dog. For a small dog, you want to kneel behind the dog with the dog facing away from you. Put your arms around the dog's waist. Instead of making a fist, use a few knuckles of one hand and place them just below your dog's last set of ribs on the soft part of the abdomen. Place your other hand flat on the dog's back to keep him steady. Give a quick, hard poke with your knuckles. Press in and up four to five times gently in a thrusting motion. Do not repeat more than four to five times. If the dog is lying down, you want to place one hand on the back for support and use the other hand to squeeze the abdomen upwards and forward. Check the dog's mouth 
and remove any objects that may have been dislodged with your fingers. If you're unable to dislodge the item, you may need to perform CPR to provide oxygen to the dog while someone rushes you to a veterinarian. To give the Heimlich to a medium or large dog, you want to stand behind the dog with the dog facing away from you. Put your arms around the dog's waist, make a fist with one hand, place your fist, thumb side up, just below your dog's last set of ribs on the soft part of his abdomen, wrap your other hand around that fist, push firmly in and up in a quick and rapid manner, just behind the rib cage and toward the dog's backbone. Apply enough force to move the dog's whole body. If the obstruction is not dislodged, try again for a maximum of four or five times. If the dog is lying down, place one hand on the back for support and use the other hand to squeeze the abdomen upward and forward. Again, you want to check the dog's mouth and remove any objects that may have been dislodged with your fingers. To read more about performance CPR on your doggos, check our Facebook link. And as always, please remember we are not professional veterinarians, so do your due diligence and research and guidance on all the things that we talk about in doggo health. We need to tighten up that disclaimer still. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hey, what's going on? They're plugging the front door of my home over here. Bobo? Oh, no, no. Not you again. I just got rid of the plague I caught from you last time. Oh, hey, Bobo. Hey, Bobo. What's he doing here, too? Who, me? What's up, Bobo? Don't what's up, Bobo, me. You helped those cats knock me out of that. Tree. Huh, well, you try to kill me with acorns, remember? Doesn't matter. Ever since I fell out of that tree, I need to walk with the help of this walking stick. Where did you get that? Well, I found it a couple of blocks over by those new condos that went up. I think your walking stick might be my fossilized tail. Mo, give it a sniff. On it. <laughs> yeah, the smell is pretty similar. And my nub is pulling that way. All right, Bobo. I know that we have a troubled history. To say the least. But I'm in a position where I might need your help. Huh. Can I make a deal for your walking stick? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, we're doggos. We're great at finding a good stick to replace that shriveled up fossilized tail. Uh-uh. This is the perfect length to socially distance myself from plague-carrying doggos like you, Indiana. Look, all three of us have gotten our flea vaccine. No plague this way. Vaccine? Where'd you get something like that? We get it from our fleshies, but, you know, it's available at pet stores all around the world. Pet stores, huh? Tell you what, Bobo. You give me that tail staff that you got there, and not only would we get you a brand new walking stick, but I could get you the flea vaccine to guarantee you won't get the plague again. Deal? Come on, Bobo. That's a pretty good deal. Okay, you got a deal. We need the tail up front. And maybe a little hand getting me unstuck? Okay. While they're working to get Indy's ass out of that hole, now would be a good time for a section from our book. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 12. Chocolate. Mm, chocolate. Oh, what are you talking about? You've never had chocolate before. I know, but I can smell it and it smells delicious. This is going to be quick. Since doggos can't have chocolate, guess what? You don't have to share with us. Even when we give you the sad eyes when you eat a piece of chocolate cake, you have a really good excuse. Sorry, it's just poisonous for us. You better hide that chocolate. Under lock and key. You think you can make chocolate chip cookies without your kid eating them all? Wrong. You think you could go to the gas station without your kid Want you to buy some chocolate for them? Wrong! You remember that time you had a really bad day and all you wanted to do was go relax on your couch and eat a whole box of chocolates? Or oh, chocolate ice cream? But then little Timmy heard you unwrapping that box and he came running in and stole your last Godiva truffle? 
I thought the little flesh blob's name was Frank. Well, Timmy is his evil chocolate-obsessed cousin. Oh, got it. I'm going to guess that at least 2% of your lifetime income has gone to chocolate. Not only for you, but for your flesh blob. Cut that down in half if you have doggos. So there you have it. The next time you're luxuriating in that rich, milky, sweet chocolate brownie, just remember, we can't have any. But we want some. So thanks again for listening to the Zeddy and Indy Show. Make sure to tell all of your fleshy friends about us and check out today's posts on Facebook and Instagram. And please feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or comments about the show. We'd love to hear from all of you. So until next time, smell you later! Hey guys, what are we doing out here on the streets again? Steak dinner!